Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, and welcome back to Marital Martinis. I'm Adam, and here's Danielle. Hello. 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 I want to talk quickly about our emails. I want to like jump right into this before we even talk about anything else, because I think it's really important. We sent out one today. Today's Friday. It's our, well, it's like when we feel like it Friday, we send an email. Don't say we. <laughs> well, <laughs> you write the email. Right. I send it. And right. And then when we get around to send. it, we actually, oh, <laughs> mental load. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I want to just throw it out there real quick that if you're not subscribed to our quotes weekly emails, mm-hmm. our weekly Fridays, which is usually every other Friday. The Friday five. The Friday five. Mm-hmm. Where Danielle writes like five different things for that week. And yeah, it might be it's always something different. It might be something about our episodes, something we learn from our episodes. It might be something that's happening in the marriage of martinis community. It might just be some really hilarious memes that I found. Or even just fun movies that you're watching. Or yeah, or whatever or we're, we're if we're watching something together, which is really hard for us to find, I'll like yeah. tell everybody about it. But yeah, just fun stuff. Importantly are the questions. Yeah. And that's what everybody was asking for. So you always write these questions based on the topic of our weekly episode, our weekly podcast episode. Yeah, I was getting so many requests for the uh, questions that people saying, my husband and I, when we go out for date night, we, you know, stare at each other, which it's kind of makes sense because how much can you really talk about? So this is, these are fun because it gives you something to bring to date night or sitting around in your living room at night or even with friends they're just like fun four or five weekly questions to ask depending on what our episode is about yeah well that's why we don't go out anymore because we have nothing to talk about because we do our questions here well all now. we talk about is the podcast now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so romantic so yeah so we're doing today and that the questions went out today mm-hmm. before the podcast was released just to get you kind of prepped for this about Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what we're recording I today? I think I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I do. No, it's something about things we didn't have any idea about being an adult. Well, I was calling it I'm a horrible housewife and other revelations. Oh, I didn't know that was actually part of the title. Did you read the email? I did. No, you did not. You just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did Command well, C. Well, you're our worst fan. Command V and send. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm a horrible housewife. That was my first, that's what I was thinking about when I was <clears throat> making the questions for us recording was like. Oh, nobody ever damn. told you how you have to keep a house and that kind of thing? 
Well, just like, no, not even that. Just the, I never could have guessed how terrible I would be at it. Okay. So I wanted to go into that a little bit or just also from the expectation point of it. I had no idea. Yeah, I get that because you never told me how bad you were going to be. So I didn't know getting well, into this. Well, we'll get this. into it. <laughs> okay. We'll get into it. But also we ha- I have to give you praise. First of all, your intro for last week's episode without me was fantastic. Wow, thank you. You did a great job. Very you know proud what? of you. I better have done a great job because I sat... This is hard, by the way. I've never done this solo. I, I, you're always sitting next to me. I don't know if you're like my comfort zone It's here. awkward to be by yourself, yet it's people have awkward. entire podcasts, just them. Yeah, but they're, at least they, they find their voice. They find their, you know, on their own thing going on where we've never... <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> Exactly. There you go. That's why you need a partner. Right. So I did. So I sat here for the intro was th- what three minutes, four minutes. I, I was here for an hour recording, re-recording, <laughs> deleting, re-recording. No, I know because I've had to do it too, and it's very hard. It is. Yeah, it's not easy. Well, thank you. I appreciate the praise for that. Yeah, and the praise for I was away, mm-hmm. as we talked about, and you did a phenomenal job taking care of the kids. Thank I you. needed to give you a shout out for that I too. I appreciate that. It's true. You really did. Yeah. You did. I it, I did come home and open Jonah's folder yeah, and three missing homework slips fell out. But <laughs> <laughs> Can I use the Danielle excuse? What's Everybody was okay. Nobody died. Everybody right. was good. No, no. Everybody I'm not. <laughs> I'm just laughing about it. I'm I not. I wasn't upset at all. I thought it was hilarious and fun. And No, and but I... I, I wrote a note to the teacher after, like, um, here's what happened. I was away. So. Wait. Like I wrote the teacher the note the first time when you were away. Well, I, I put it on I put it on Instagram the note that you wrote where you told oh. the teacher you had moved your clip down. Yes, because <laughs> in L, anybody who has an elementary school student, you probably have a ma- magnetic clip chart in their class, where you know we were talking about on Jody on Jody and Celia's uh, never thought I'd say this podcast about discipline in school. How you can't you can't like yell at kids anymore in school. You can't put a dunce cap on them. You can't put their desk in the hallway anymore so now the thing is like you know that's like a little cute clip chart that's like <laughs> try harder yeah. try a little harder try harder harder <laughs> right so ours is a clip other schools might be something else i think i think most of I think the magnet thing is yeah although i just read of course an article that that said why it's so terrible oh, for boy. kids yeah of course yeah so anyway, and that's like the most devastating thing. Remember when our, our kid would move his clip down and come home and just cry about yes. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, keep going about the praise because. You did awesome. You, you And you made me feel um, you were so supportive and you just you made me feel like you were so proud of me. I enjoyed myself, to be honest. I, I had a good time. You should. We have great. It's fun. I, I had fun with we have like. great kids. I did have fun. With, like I, I did different what they all enjoy doing with each of them independently right mm-hmm. so with jonah i was so you spent 75 million dollars while i was away <laughs> because they don't do anything cheap no no that's not true i i played toys with jonah and ipad and stuff like that with jonah Aww. um i i played football with ian and played video i played xbox with ian I watched movies with Mia. So that we was baked torturous cookies. for you to play Xbox. I know. <laughs> so it's all fun stuff. So what do I yeah. care? You know? No, I know. I know. And, I, you know, the mornings were a little chaotic, but I made it happen. It was no problem. Good. I, I did good. You did good. Yeah. I know. I was very impressed. And I had a wonderful time being at the convention, the uh, the She Podcast. Anybody out there who was who came to my talk, um, thank you for coming. I, I loved every second of it. I think now I've caught the speaking, public speaking bug. I really like it. I didn't think I was going to. And then I got to be in a show, a live show with Good Moms, Bad Choices, 
with uh, Jamila and Erica. They brought me up on stage. They're great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. I got to spend time with them, which was phenomenal. And I got one of our listeners, well, a few of our listeners were there, but I think they were bigger fans of big, you know, good moms, bad choices. So, and, and it was a show of them. So, but one of our uh, listeners, Julie, hey, Julie, uh, was there and she and I like hung out the whole night. We had a great time. But um, I, I was really happy to be included because I was number one way older than everybody there. I was. Yeah. Way less cool than everybody there. <laughs> yeah. Like they did a whole twerking segment and I was like over on the sidelines, like just trying to keep the beat clapping yeah. <laughs> while they were twerking. You were, you were the jerk on the porch. Trying I was to snap Steve to Martin the, yeah. and the jerk on the porch, like, <laughs> like trying to get the beat down and they're there like twerking, like fabulous. And all I want to do is be able to twerk. But number one, I'll throw my back out. And number two, I just am not cool like that. Right. So, um, not right, but. I understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. But, but it was so much fun. And, um, and now I want to do a live show for us. Because yeah. Well, we got to talk about because it. Because I was shocked at how in, uh, uninhibited and fun it was. So yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. It looked amazing. I still pretty much know nothing about any of it. We haven't even, we've barely spoken since you've been back and it's been mm-hmm. five, four days. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to hear about it because I certainly want to get that thing going. Yeah. I want to do some live stuff. It'll be really fun. All right. Um, so I am a horrible housewife. And Keep going. Other, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about, I, I was originally going to call this this episode um, like adulting sucks or fuck adulting or something. And then as I was researching, I found a lot of articles about why adulting is a really bad term and you should never use it. And you're contributing to the negative... I don't know something negative. I didn't. I couldn't even wrap my head around I've it. Seen, I've I've heard and Have seen you? that before. Because I had it. Adulting is now a negative term. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Okay. But, yeah, because it's 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 the older generation, older than us generation, that is looking at us saying, "Oh, adulting is hard. Adulting this," and they're all just like, "It Fuck is." You. you have you know, do your job. You have kids. We did it. You do it. Like I think that's the kind of negative oh, connotation yeah. between. Well, this was sort of saying that it's it's um it's, uh you know, giving feeding into the idea first of all of millennials not, um you know doing the work that they need to do and everything and staying in their parents' houses and all that stuff and I certainly don't want to feed into that because I don't really believe it and also um something about I don't even know something about uh just uh how I I don't even know what I I can't even wrap my head around it there's every freaking term has something negative attached to it so so I didn't I didn't want to call it that but I what made me come up with the topic is I am a fucking horrible housewife um yeah I am well explain because I, I wasn't saying that to say okay I, I am a terrible housewife. That is where we will start with this. I am. And uh, I know there are a lot of stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads out there. And I don't want I, I to sound like an idiot in saying I literally had no fucking clue what it meant to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, Well, can you use housewife and stay-at-home mom in the same sentence? Like, isn't a housewife kind of dated at this point? I didn't realize how much a part of being a stay-at-home mom, being a housewife is. Okay. I didn't realize all the stuff that's attached to being a quote-unquote homemaker because if you're staying home, you know, I thought I was going to take care of my kids. Yeah, those titles kind of diminish 
I think what you're saying because housewife and homemaker, like those are all terms of the okay, decades but- before us. So you're talking about like cleaning up the house and everything else in the house besides taking care of kids. Right, but or does that include that or? Well, I don't know. I, I'm talking about my. This is my experience. Okay. I'm sorry, I want to. This is again. my experience. No, 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 no. That's okay. But I'm saying all of this is my experience. You might be out there being like, "Well, that's not my experience." And you know, we didn't have quote unquote help when I was. You know, we did for a little bit when we, when we moved into our bigger house and everything. We had a cleaning. You know, someone who came and helped me one or two times a week, which was phenomenal. But I was not prepared to be doing massive amounts of law. Listen, I know how it sounds because how could I have not known that? And who did I think was going to do it? And all of that, I get it. But I don't think anything can prepare you for the, like the massive amounts of everything. The, you know, your kids are are going through so many clothes and you're getting so much laundry, the mess of the toys and you're exhausted and when they're napping everyone says oh sleep when the baby sleeps but you're like okay well then who the fuck is gonna clean all this shit up Mm. if i'm you know sleeping with the baby sleeps um there's like that meme that says like clean when the baby cleans because the baby never cleans so is that easy to just be like oh the baby's sleeping now i'm gonna sleep like it can that just happen like that it was for me but then our house was always a disaster because i always chose sleep every time over cleaning and I'm just curious if it's as easy as to say, okay, now the baby's sleeping, now I'm going to go sleep. Probably not for most people, yeah. but I am a magical sleeper. Right. So I can like sleep on cue. I am almost narcoleptic, but I, you know, I, I don't ever just fall asleep without realizing it. I, I can. Oh, no, you prepare yourself. I, but I can like lay down and within two seconds I can be sleeping. Wow. Well, That's well, but I have the other side too, where I can be up all right. night being anxious. So, um, I just, I, I literally didn't know. You know, I saw my mom as a housewife, or I should say as a stay-at-home mom. I don't know. I don't know if that term is wrong. I, I need to just fuck terms because I, I can't keep up with all the right and wrong and, you know. But, um, I, yeah, I just, I didn't realize it. I just thought that I was going to be taking care of my kids, playing with them, taking them to gymboree classes, and, you know, teaching them to be good sharers and kind to one another and you know maybe I would have two kids at the same time that were home that were toddlers and that would be a little more difficult I just I did not get it so you didn't think past three right what do you mean like all that stuff happens before the kids turn four right I didn't think about I know so I didn't think, think about, about any of what it what happens after they're three and four it's just playing with them, taking the gymboree and like easy. Sure, I don't think stuff. you real. Yeah, I don't think you really. Me, I don't think I really thought about. I never could have pictured our kids like we have a teenager now. I couldn't picture her being a teenager. Right. You, when you're having a baby, you picture them as babies and little kids. Yeah, you know, you're not picturing what is going to happen in 14 years, and. I know that a lot of people say, oh, well, now that your kids are older, you can go back to work and all of that. But I think there's also something to be said for like, no, I it's still a lot of, you know, it's still a lot of logistics. It's still a lot of, okay. well, then I need to hire somebody to drive them around. I would need to hire somebody, you know, who's going to make sure that they're doing their homework. Like if I'm not home until six or seven o'clock at night. Uh, my art, we don't have the type of kids. They're not going to sit down. I can't text them and be like, do your homework now. And they would do it. 
Well, so, whoever was here would make sure they do their homework. I mean, okay, you know, but is it worth it then? Is that you know well, you this, have to this see comes the down finances. To the whole stay right. home mom versus working mom debate. That well, there's no we verses. It's all fucking not versus, hard. Not, no versus, like not a debate. Just the the differences in the two. Like how yeah. you make it. Like we're not doing that now. Yeah, but I. I just, I didn't know how much, it's so funny because I was watching, Kelly Clarkson has a new show. I know you don't know who Kelly Clarkson is. I know who she is. Oh, do you? Who is she? She, wasn't she the year one American Idol Mm -hmm. winner? I know that. Country singer, right? Well, country pop. Yeah, like more pop. Yeah. But she she had uh, Eva Mendez on who's married to Ryan Gosling. Oh, not the brothers? Not the Menendez. Mendez. Oh, Mendez. Eva Mendez. (laughs) Um, and Eva Mendez is a stay-at-home mom. I mean, granted, her husband is Ryan Gosling, and he's, yeah. you know, they, they probably have, maybe they have a lot of help. Maybe they don't. I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say that. But um, she was saying, she was like, I, she said the same thing. She's like, I literally had no idea what I was getting myself into. I, nobody told me that it was going to entail this much work. I just thought it was going to be fun, and... It's it's way more, I think, than you anticipate. Not just being a stay-at-home mom. I think any, almost any career is way more than we anticipate. Like, yeah. I don't think anything can really prepare you for going into the workforce. And again, I was making these decisions just like, I guess, just like everybody else does. So early, like 22 years old, when you're, you know, you're supposed to pick what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life. And now I think there's more of a thought of, you're not locked into anything for the rest of your life if you choose something now. But I think back in 2000, which is when I graduated college, there was, and before that, there was a whole, well, what you're choosing as your career path, you're kind of choosing for the rest of your life. I don't think that yeah. holds true anymore. Well, I was, didn't it seem easier 20 years ago, like to choose a path? No. You don't think so? No, I had no idea in college what no, I wanted to no, do. No, I'm not saying, I'm saying then versus today. Maybe we're just getting old, but and, and jobs are changing and things are happening in different ways. But it seems so much more complicated today to have to like choose which way you're going, you know, with either like the tech industry or, you know. No, uh, because I think you now you can reinvent yourself so many times. And if you have experience, you could do stuff like, you know, for instance, podcasting or going to social media or. But you have more opportunity on your own. Instead of just being an entrepreneur like it had to be in the past with starting your own business, you know, a real, you know, physical brick and mortar business or something like that, where today you have many more options. I just think you can reinvent, it's it's okay to reinvent yourself more now than it was when we were, I feel like we were more locked into a profession when we made that choice a long time ago. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to say. Oh. Yeah, that it, it was, you know, kind of textbook, like you can be this, 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 Yeah, and but this. I don't like that, that we had to, you had to, we had to make like an ultimate choice when you're 21 or 22 years old. I think that's way too early to have to yeah, make a choice. I completely agree. So I didn't understand. Listen, I, you know, I was fucked from the time that I was like seven years old because I used to play house and I used to play school and... When I played house, it seemed fantastic. Were your dollhouses messy? I didn't have any dollhouses. Oh. I had Barbies, and they were all naked all the time. <laughs> Just like our daughter. <laughs> right. She had naked yeah. Barbies, too. I wonder naked. if it's genetic. <laughs> but, um, you know, my friends used to come over and, like, do their Barbies hair really nice and everything, and I used to have them make out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, but, but I don't, I didn't have any type of real, nobody talks to you, sits you down and it's like, listen, this is what the job really entails. I didn't yeah. have that. And, um, and you know, we, when I was growing up, like I said, we were all pretty independent. My mom was, um, she was a great mom. I don't want to diminish that at all, but she, 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 there was a lot expected of us. Um, to do and my brother and my sister were so much older than I was that I think I just kind of followed suit and did more Um, and I think that she uh, had help like full like she had a lot of help she had my dad was a doctor so he was always gone he was you know like all hours she had someone who came and helped with all the laundry and all the cleaning and everything and I guess I just didn't see the behind the scenes of everything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. But um, yeah, I just, I, you know, someone should have said to me, like, I'm just surprised that nobody said to me, like, wait a minute, I've seen your apartment. It's a fucking atrocious. I said that to you. You well, didn't take that with uh Well, you respect. when I was saying that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, like, I feel like, had, had I been, had I said to everybody, you know what, I think I'm going to go into accounting. Or I think I'm going to go into finance. Yeah. I think there would have been an intervention. Okay. Like everyone would have sat me down and been like, what is 12 times 14? Okay. And then they would have been like, see, this is why you should not be an accountant or a financial So somebody planner. should have come to your apartment and said, this is why you should not well, be a Well, I just mom. feel like I was, I was blindsided. I was not prepared. And I love being a stay-at-home mom. I fucking hate being a homemaker like I hate all the other stuff I'm and I'm terrible at it it's not even that I hate it I will look at a room and it is a disaster and I will not even I will be like well I have no idea where I should put all this stuff so I just leave it because my mind doesn't (laughs) operate like that I think it's a little bit like you know logic and I'm terrible at logic. Like logically, oh, this should go here and this should go here. And I just look at it and it looks like a complete disaster and I don't know where to start. Well, if you don't let it build up and it go little by little. Okay, but that's not, not my, that's not me. <laughs> okay. That's not me. Yes, it all sounds very beautiful and very wonderful. And I see people who are wonderful adults and wonderful homemakers and it looks fabulous. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Okay. Um, we, so yeah, yeah. Should we move on from that? I mean, sure. We got plenty more, don't we? Uh, yes, I have plenty more. Yeah, of, that's enough of, of the uh, things that I am horrible at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what you oh, did? Things you're horrible at? But no, just things I didn't expect. But but I do think that you were a little worried about me being a stay at home mom. Oh, uh, you think so? Oh, but you never you told me so. until like ten years later. Well, I don't think I knew how bad you were going to be until I. Knew you for 10 years right, living with let, you. Let's, let's clarify. I'm not a bad stay-at-home mom. No, you're wonderful with the kids. Okay, thank you. I'm a bad homemaker. Yes, terrible. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky. It, it's very similar to... Um, it, it, I think it runs in your family a little bit. And I don't even know. Can I say... It's, we're very similar with your sister and your brother-in-law. He and I are very similar. Yeah. You and she are very similar. You and mm-hmm. she? Fantastic. Damn. Where we kind of pick up the slack for what you guys suck at. <laughs> mm. 
Exactly. Mental load episode. We'll save it for that one. Yeah. Mental load episode. Yeah. Because I, we could have them on here for that one. It would be a lot of fun to have mm-hmm. Gideon's get uh, his input on this. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Let's move on from the from the homemaker, right? Unless you have more. No, no, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. Ahead. All right. For me, number one, because this is so the opposite of what I was when I was a kid, is realizing that I am now tired, and I can feel pain, which I could never. I I never had either of those two. You'd be big an adult. A big an adult. Mm-hmm. Adult, but that's kind of new for adult. you. That's what I'm saying. Like oh. being an adult now at 42, and probably only for the last five years or so. It's not like this happened when when I was 25. Only for only since I'm 38 to 42. I know. I love it. Has have I realized that I'm tired? And yeah, and tired in tired. Well, when you tired has a whole new meeting now, right? Like well, the definition, there should be a different word for it once you're an adult and you're working and you're maybe a parent or it's a different tired. It's well, like how yeah. we should have the different word for love for different situations. There's romantic love. There's friendship love. There's, yeah. you know, I love that, you know, couch. Like there's all different kinds love of love. Couch. I think tired, I mean, I guess there's exhausted and everything, but it's a completely like I used to say I was tired when I was younger. Like, I would have bitch slapped myself for I, saying I, that. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, I've never felt this kind of tired before. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, get when I, what, you see it, when I get home at night, I'm exhausted. And, you know, I, I don't get home incredibly late. I, 7.30, 8 o'clock, that's, that's not crazy. I, you know, I leave at 8, 8, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. It's not crazy early. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people I know come home way later and leave way earlier. Yeah, like, that's true. I know that. So I'm not even complaining about what kind of hours that I have. I don't know. I'm just getting more tired. And I never had that before. Mm-hmm. And I kind of incorporated the pain thing in the same response here because it's like when I was young, I, I, we spoke about this a long time ago. I think I, I don't remember what episode it was, but you know, when we were kids, you know, you're invincible. Uh, yeah, you could. I had well, I I had the energy to do anything. Like sometimes now, for no reason, I'll just wake up and like my back hurts. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did. Or like I I'm going to bed and I'm like, oh shit, I have a headache. <laughs> I get a headache every day I'm like, now. Why do I have a headache? Every day I get a headache. I'll never forget. When I was probably 16 or 17, and my my grandfather was sick a lot, but I didn't like know what it was at the time. But he he would always complain about knee problems and like his knee. Only, all I heard of it was like his knee hurts, and he had to go to the doctor. His knee, and I always thought to myself, like, okay, like it hurt. Okay, so like get over. It. Like in my mind, I'm not thinking rationally. I'm like, okay, we'll get over it. Like it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah, sure. And I couldn't grasp the idea that there's such a thing as constant pain and there's a reason behind the kind of pain he well, was going through. Well, it's so funny because I wrote, th- I wrote that down too because I was, I babysat a lot for a family but we talk about a lot. Yeah. Um, and the mom was like in her mid thirties when I would babysit. I, she was the coolest woman. I, lo- I still love her. I'm very close with her. But I remember she used to get up from the couch and lean over and be like, oh, my back. <laughs> and I'd be like, are you kidding me? Right. And you're like, in your mid thirties, you're like, Come on, really? Like how? And now I want to like go back and hug her and be like, I know, I understand. It is hard. Yeah, but even even also, 
like now the other day I felt like I was scratching my neck and there was a bump and I was like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Like, what is this? What's growing? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a bug bite. <laughs> right. know, like I had no idea. I'm like, it, it barely hurt. I like it itched a little bit. Yeah. And like every little thing now is a growth. Like it's going to turn to something. Uh, you've always been like that. But I don't, but not even like, even just like a few years ago, uh, like I was feeling chest pains and I got so nervous. I'm like, is, was the, all that smoking catching up to me now? Like, so I have to, like, am I, is it cancer? Am I going to, what? I went, I got x-rays. I remember. I, yeah. And I had to get it checked. I got it, like, got called and they said everything was fine. And I realized, like, I just worked out too hard that week. <laughs> like, the pain just went away. Right. You know? So but every little thing now is like, am I dot? Because we're over the hill. Like, we're now. All right, fuck that. I don't want to get over the hill. I don't want to get, like, like, depressing here, but. We got less years left than we've had. Well, one of my things was at the end of the show, we were going to uh, play, you know, you're an adult when, and mine is, you know, you're an adult when you have a will. Like we're literally thinking about our death. <laughs> but, well, we have, we've already had the most of our time here. Fuck you. That's no, true. That's not true. Oh, what? well, I have. I no, mean, don't I don't say know. that. We could totally have. You sound like like Howard Stern is always like he's so cryptic. He's always talking about, you know, how how he's going to die soon and everything like that. And he's in his 60s. And I'm sort of like, I don't know. I think that's pretty young. I mean, I mean, he's very young by, you know, his. um The way he acts. Yeah. His whole his being. Personality. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Sure. I mean, but a number's a number. You know uh, what I mean? I know, but no, so, you're not. We can, you can live to be in your 80s. Well, his parents are also. Yeah, his parents old. are like over 100. But I no, my not great, over 100. My, no, 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 almost 100, I meant to say. Yeah. They're in their 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, I have a great grandmother who lived to be 104. I mean, granted, she didn't fucking know what was going on. So is it worth it? But she lived for can you imagine being 104? She did. She lived to be 104. My grandmothers both lived to be in their 90s, but again, like not all right well my family they weren't like in their 90s like living the high life they were like peeing in a diaper so it's not the same so is it better that your family made it to 90s and 100s and my family made it to 60s and 70s yeah no no i know 60s and 70s is too young yeah of course too young but that's what it is don't say that it's not it doesn't work like that some of it's genetic some of it's not (laughs) <laughs> well the not part we got taken care of right i know <laughs> marriage and martinis yeah i know we need to take a break but when i get back i want to talk about teaching because i haven't spoken a lot about i was a teacher and i haven't spoken a lot about that yeah you guys know danielle worked fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but besides that uh yeah i want to talk about shit that i did not expect being a teacher okay yeah. we'll be right back mm-hmm. mom deserves better than a drugstore card This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, you were a teacher. Go ahead. I was a teacher, <laughs> we, and we haven't spoken about it very much. Yeah, why haven't we? I don't know, but I think after Marriage and Martini's podcast, I will never be allowed to go back to teaching. <laughs> no, they love you. 
<laughs> you know, well, all my teachers. teacher friends and my and our kids' teachers love me. I don't think the administrators will love yeah. me or the parents of the kids I'm teaching. Maybe some of them, but uh, yeah, I was a teacher, and that was another thing that I, I, I don't think I was prepared for. It. And I, I think uh, most of my teacher friends, and there's still so many of them are still my best friends. None of us really understood what it entailed. You, know, you, you think to yourself, first of all, like I said. I played a ton of school when I was little, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was that Billy? <laughs> oh, he must have an allergy or something. <laughs> so uh, we all played teacher. You know, I played teacher when I was young, and my class was so well behaved. Um, it was like imaginary paradise. Everyone loved me. They all listened to everything I said. They did their homework. It was great. And then when you get in an actual classroom. You are like throw. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, speaking about organization, and I no, guess I you're was really up. no. I was wonderful because I was with my, your toys or the kids. No, the kids. Oh, I didn't like, have any toys. I taught high school. No, I'm talking about when you were a, a kid playing teacher with your toys. Where you oh, organized? I don't know. <laughs> but when I got in an actual classroom, no, I was always so worried about getting in trouble that I was so on top of everything. Like I was really. I, my OCD got the better of me. I was always so worried about getting in trouble or someone getting mad at me or I was really on top of everything, more than I've ever been probably with anything else. But you know, you, you go into teaching, like I literally thought I was going to change the world. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to teach them things that they never learned before and I'm going to have this platform and I'm going to... Right, you, you thought you were going to be um, Robin Williams. In uh, what's it called? Oh, Dead Poets yes. Society. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I thought that, yeah, I thought that it was going to be about my, your relationships with the students. And it's, it's 10% that 90% fucking paperwork. Like what is expected of teachers, in my opinion, is insanity. And that is actually, it was probably a really good thing that I was a teacher before we had kids because I, I am so the parent who is never like if the, if the teacher calls and is like your kid, you know, is acting out in class or your kid, I'm maybe to a fault. Like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I will talk to them immediately, you know, and luckily we haven't gotten a lot of calls like that. Yeah. But there are plenty of parents who do the opposite. So when you're when I was in a classroom and I was teaching in front of the kids, I loved it. But then you're dealing with the administrators, you're dealing with the parents, you're dealing with the paperwork, you're dealing with everything, people who have never, you know, the board who has never been in a classroom ever. Like there's all these other things that you're dealing with that you just didn't expect. And most of the time you're dealing with hormonal I was a high school teacher hormonal teenagers who don't give a shit about what you're teaching. Yeah. So well, isn't that, I'm not, trust me, I'm not dismissing teaching in any way, but isn't that kind of like any job that you're so excited to get into? You think you're going to do probably all these sure. And, and then you realize when you get there, it's, but I think teachers mundane. sort of get a bad rap because it's like, Oh, you have the summers off and you only work until three. And I think a little bit, it gets to be where People think that it's a prime career. It's like a great, and I think it is a great career. And I think that it's, it's a, I'm so thankful for the teachers, but I think that 
people don't realize that it's not a nine to three job. It's not an eight to three job. Yeah, and, th- and you don't get the summers off because usually you have to make some extra income in order to support yourself. Yeah, I think summers. that might be a dated thing that Is you're it? talking about. I don't okay, think good. people feel that way anymore quite as much. I hope not. Yeah, especially because, I don't know, maybe it's there's there's a lot of male teachers out there now. Is that changed? I don't know. I'm not sure because maybe men were thinking a certain way about women as teachers and kind of half-asking a job kind of thing. I, I don't know, but I, I think the respect for teachers has grown tremendously. I don't think so because no? I don't – I don't. I mean, I still, or from what I see – there about, you know, teachers showing what they're doing, what they're trying to do, and how much hard work it is, and it's not – you're done at three. You're really done at 11 at night because you're grading papers. I know all. my good friends who are still teachers are stressed out all the time. But not to say that people in every career aren't. I know they are. But I don't know. They're like teaching our the youth of America and our kids. And I don't know, like cut them some slack. I don't know. Yeah, I, absolutely. I certainly know that I was so nervous the whole time I was teaching. Well, like, and you're standing in front of... A- a ton of hormonal, yeah. crazy kids who have yeah. no respect for what you're doing. They did, though. They had more respect, I think, than a lot of the the the, te- the parents. That was the thing. The, yeah. the parents would come to me and be like, my kid isn't a C student. And I'd be like, uh, he's obviously a C student. He's gotten a C on his last three tests. And it wasn't even about how the kid was doing. It was about my kid is an A. Isn't yeah, a but that's a whole other right conversation. But that stuff I just didn't expect. I thought I was going to talk about To Kill a Mockingbird and teach them about why it was such a phenomenal book, and that was going to be my job. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. which was maybe some of my stupidity, but I didn't get it. And I think I remember I had an administrator who uh, we had an administrator in our school who was an asshole. Like he was such a hard ass. He used to come in and give us like surprise observations and everything. And then um, he, for some reason, I can't remember the details around it, but he ended up having to be a long-term science sub. I don't know if they cut funding. I I don't know exactly what happened. But once he was a long-term science sub, he came in and apologized to all of us. Do you remember remember that? that. Yes, I do. He came in and was like, I can't believe how I treated you guys because now that I'm in the classroom and see what you guys go through, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I remember me being a student in high school <laughs> and looking back thinking, holy shit, <laughs> these fucking teachers got it mm-hmm. tough because mm-hmm. there's a lot of other kids out there that are just like I was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my, yeah. Okay. But also, uh, th- obviously this Next one could go on forever, but you never really taught about how to raise kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of just going from a kid to and and looking at how you were raised and looking at your parents or maybe friends and their parents and their lives. But nobody ever sits you down and says, or you never have a class that says, okay, you know, raising kids 101, this is how you start. This is what you do. Mm-mm. You get and, an egg. <laughs> you, get you get an egg and right. you're like don't break the fucking egg yeah, and you break the egg it's like oh sorry all right, you, I'll, you I'll just replace it they're not gonna know it's a white egg i'll just replace it with right. another fucking right. white or egg. or you failed sorry mm-hmm. like okay and that's the worst of it but you can't break a kid <laughs> you can't just accept that as a failure mm-hmm. right uh but having to be responsible we have three little 
fuckers running around this house that we're responsible for. Yeah, like how does that happen? Right. How are we allowed to? How is that allowed for us to make that happen? Remember that that scene in Parenthood where Keanu Reeves is like, you need a license to drive a car. You need a license to catch a fish. Hell, you need a license to something. But any Gut weeman asshole can be a father. Damn, how do you remember that quote? Like, I verbatim. mean, I, any any eighties movie I can remember that right. or nineties movie, but it's true. Like anybody can be a parent, and I feel a little bit like that about us. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to say. Right, but even the small things, like even this just happened the other night. It was like two nights ago, where. This is a good one because Halloween's coming up. So we got, I, I kind of wanted to talk about like some scary movies and stuff. But you're the worst person to talk about that with because the never only one any. I've seen is uh, uh, what's the one that we watched about the the uh, Keelan and Peel? What's his name? Oh, Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, it was great. But that's it not me up. A, that's not a horror movie. That's more of a thriller, mm-hmm. like fun. That's not like a like that's a, a horror like movie. A thrasher slasher movie. But, I've never seen a slasher but, movie. So Mia, Mia was asking me, she wanted me to watch Supernatural, which is not a horror, but it was kind of, it's a supernatural, like, obviously it's an, that's the name of the show, but some weird shit happened. So it was right before bed and she wanted me to watch an episode with her. So I did. I watched the first episode and there's some scary there's things like happening. There's like 15 seasons to that show. Yeah. But this is episode one, mm-hmm. right? And And there's some scary things happening. And we're watching together. And of course, at the worst, scariest moment, our middle son walks in. You know, he's 11 years old. And there's some crazy, scary girl that just like almost gets hit by a car, but she's a ghost, so she doesn't. And he walks in and he's like, whoa, what just, like, what what, what was that? Like, really scared. And I had to pause it and think to myself for a second, what if, if I let him see this? Is he gonna have nightmares for the next month? Is he gonna be scared about going downstairs by himself? Is he gonna? Because I remember when I was, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe at the most, I was at an older kid's birthday party and Nightmare on Elm Street came on, and I watched, and I would not be left alone for like months mm-hmm. after that, and it turned out to be one of my favorite horror movies ever. But, but I had to think back, like in a split second that my child is about to see what's happening on TV and what's going to happen, what's going to be the effect on him for seeing that for like a half a second. And like, you just don't, you don't think about that kind of, like those kinds of things, those little tiny minute things. That you're going to be in charge of decisions. That that will scar your child for months, Mm -hmm. maybe a year, maybe whatever it is, that you're not prepared for that. Yeah. And nobody tells you, if you're watching something scary with your older daughter and your middle son, your middle child walks in, make sure you pause it. Make sure you don't scar mm-hmm. him. Make sure, but you just have to have those kind of like. Oh, there's so many. I mean, but that's just like a small, like tiny right. little thing that you don't think about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, being a. I, I always think that to myself. I'm like, who the fuck let us? Right. Like, what makes us qualified? And yes, I think we're raising phenomenal kids, and somehow it's working out. Yeah, I think our kids are pretty fucking great. They're amazing. And how the hell did that happen? They're going to be, they're great humans. And I also think that about my parents. Like, I don't know, my parents have three kids, and I think they fucked up pretty good, just as we're fucking up pretty good at our own stuff. But all three of us are pretty high-functioning, like, good members of society 
I don't know, the odds of that, having three kids who all wind up like that, that's pretty rare, I would probably think. Well, like, what the fuck do they do? Yeah, but I think uh, you're, I think your brother and your sister did great from the start. Yeah, they were a, always <laughs> you had a leftover of, sperm. You had to, like, find yourself after the fact. I was a leftover sperm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I think the whole the whole parenting thing is obviously we could do a whole series. That's, that's, that's why I wanted to take like a small little yeah. tiny example and not get yeah. crazy with it. And then also before you even, if you can find what you have next, again, I know I'm not supposed to get too involved into this because we're going to do a whole episode or five finance, about t- this. Yeah, yeah. See, finance, I didn't even want you to get into I finance. Didn't, I didn't, but it's just about costs. I didn't even want to get into finance. Just you're never really told about the costs of being an adult, especially raising a family. And like I said, I'm not going to get too crazy into it, but just what it costs to raise kids, um, figuring out how like you can afford, like how you just like afford your life. Like how, how do you separate everything and take out what you, what you earn and, and, Bills are out of control. But don't you feel like we have friends who are really good at that? Like, I feel like we have friends who so have their shit together yeah, financially and have so figured it out. And I'm like, what did you, how did we, you guys did it. Why didn't we do but it? But do you think, do you think anybody looks in on us and feels the same way? No way. No? <laughs> really? Like No. Uh, I think saying- maybe at one time they did. Okay. I think now they realize we fucked up. Oh. Right. Yeah. And and listen, it is what it is, and we're we're, we're working our way back, maybe. But <laughs> no, but all right, but so, I do feel like like adultier adults, right? Like we're adults, but don't you feel like they're a way adultier adults? Yes, right. Yeah, like a, I have we have friends who are definitely adultier adults. Like my dad was like fucking born an adult, right? Like he was. Yes. Ne- I feel like he was just fucking. He got out of the womb and was like a mature, like Benjamin Buttony kind of like. <laughs> here's my four hundred one k, like. I think that they're just people who have it. So, like our brother-in-law, Gideon, he just fucking has it together. Right. How does that happen? Yeah. I, I think it's rare. I really do. Because. I don't want to say I hope so, but it's nice to know that other people struggle. I, think, I do think that's rare, but I, I just wanted to throw it out there that you, nobody tells you about, you know, what it costs to be an adult. Like nobody tells you what taxes you're supposed to pay well, what we're about to do a series to of episodes about this yeah so like that i just wanted to kind of give a brief kind of mm-hmm. little outline about the shit nobody tells you about when you're an adult this is these are the things you have to think about mm-hmm. sure. so I'll, I'll leave it at that and then we can yeah expand upon that later on all right did you do anything for what are some awesome things about adulthood like that you really love I did. Yeah. Like yeah. some cool things. Like being an adult also is awesome. But it y- sucks in so many ways, but it's also pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, but you know, one reason that it really does suck, because all the awesome things about being an adult were the things you wanted to do as a kid. And you did those things, but you had to hide them from your parents. But, and you didn't worry about them affecting you. Yeah, but but now as an adult, you have to hide them from your kids. <laughs> so it, I like, still have to hide them from my that, parents. they live five minutes away if my dad comes over unannounced and i've smoked a cigarette in the front yard which doesn't happen very often but if it does i have to fucking stand in the next room and talk to him (laughs) it doesn't happen often but it does happen and i still feel like an 
like that same 12 year old girl who doesn't want her, her father to smell smoke on her. It's but, the but same it's a, thing. But it's the same thing now. You don't want your kids to smell it on you. You don't want your kids to know what you're doing. Like right. you have to hide it your whole life. Mm-hmm. You have to hide it from your parents when you're young and you have to hide it from your kids when you're old. Listen, it's not good for you. So. Ah, all right. I know. I know. Trust me. I'm the worst at that because I, I really thought that one day I would not have that guilt with my father anymore of doing things that were not, you know, sometimes he'll drop the kids off at night and we've had a few drinks and I'm sort of like, is he going to think I'm drunk or. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I still feel that. Or too. do I smell, you know, do I smell like, or f- religiously if things, there are things that I'm not doing. Like I thought that was going to end once I was married and had kids. No. It has not ended. Nope. I don't know. Are there other people out there who feel like that? Like your parents are still, I mean, if you're lucky enough and I realize it's a blessing that he's still alive and my parents are still alive. So I don't want to minimize that because I'm very grateful. But there's also a, a, an aspect of that of like they still sometimes, not my mom, but my dad sometimes still makes me feel like a 11 year old. Right. Yeah. But that's kind of good. That's, I, I think that's kind of nice. Like, well, the fact that they're closed, the fact that. Oh, yes. No, it's wonderful. I'm not I'm, trying I'm not to minimize trying to, that. Yeah, I'm not trying to get into the whole thing of, well, be thankful because your dad's I am thankful. And, and I am. Thankful. I really I'm, am. I'm not trying to get into that right. whole thing. I know. But but there's part of me that's like, I really thought it was going to end once right. I had a husband and kids. And now he's still sort of like, well, you know, Daniel. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Well, now we have kids. So it's like, well, sorry, kids. I, we, yeah, <laughs> we had a few drinks or we had a cigarette or we had a whatever, you know. Well, I remember when I was in high school, I was like 15 or 16 and I slept over a boy's house. And I didn't have to lie to my parents ever, so I don't know why I did it. I think my friends were all lying to their parents. And it wasn't a boyfriend. It was just a friend. And I slept over, and the next morning I get a call from my dad that I I had lied to them about where I was. I think literally just because all my friends were lying to their parents because I really didn't have to lie to my parents. And I remember him saying to me, I am appalled and astounded that you would lie to me. I remember that phrase forever. I will remember that phrase forever. <laughs> and number, I was like, number one, I have no fucking clue what those words mean, but it sounds really bad. And number two, like, holy shit, the guilt is well, like it's Jewish guilt. Yeah, you could like fucking like rake through it with a shovel and not be able to get to the bottom of the guilt. It was terrible. And sometimes, and I was like, okay, well, once I'm married and I have kids, I won't have to feel like that anymore. And sometimes I still do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, wait, I had one more thing, by the way. Yeah. About. Nobody tells you about being an adult. I I, I called it alone time because w- when you're younger, obviously you have tons of alone time, and and it just it, it's just awesome. You feel no guilt, and you I, like I would just watch TV or play video games and just have fun and carefree. And now, like alone time is not that right. Even though we're so good at giving each other alone time, you're sleeping. But even if you're not sleep, like you sleep every time I give you alone time. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I do. Usually I don't. But when I'm when I'm having alone time, if it's just watching TV or bullshitting on my computer or whatever, there's so much guilt going on in the back of my mind. Like, but there's 20 light bulbs in the house to change, or there's things. Uh, there's I should be learning how to patch the walls because there's holes in the walls, or there's like things like things that I should be doing. That was the beauty about going away by myself. 
That was right. the most amazing gift because ever. Because you're in a hotel room. Oh, for I'm a in long a hotel time. room, yeah. and it wasn't even like it was a fine hotel room. It wasn't. Who cares? Like, who cares? There's nothing to do. A hundred percent. Nothing to feel guilty about. And I, you know what? And it was such a cheap hotel room that that was even better because I didn't feel the guilt of spending all the money for the hotel room. But it was clean and it was nice and it was right. fine. And yes, that was the beauty of. I'm telling you, if you have never taken time to yourself for a few nights, just go away alone. Uh, yes, I went for a convention, but it doesn't have to be for a convention. Just go because it is, it's life changing a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes you appreciate what you have at home, right? You missed us so much. <laughs> I was going to say more. It made me realize the things that I can do by myself that I hadn't done by myself right. in so long. I like gotcha. you are always the one when I go to the airport, I'm never paying attention to what well, goes Well, I on. texted you like a thousand times to make sure. That yeah, no, you were very good about even, that. Even to the point of like, okay, don't, for, like when you get off the plane, don't forget to go to the baggage claim to get your mm-hmm. bag before you come mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was even to that level. You were really wonderful. But yeah, it was really, uh, it, it was, it was like, it was a confidence booster that I hadn't had in, in I can't even tell you how long. Yeah. 15, 20 years. Yeah. Okay. So what do you, what do you love about being an adult? What's, what's one thing? Right, you go first. Okay. Well, obviously being able to have a glass of wine yeah. or three that was my will. I did a lot of Instagram stuff for this and so many people are like being able to have wine yeah. when I want. And I agree with that. You know I what's want, so yeah. funny? Like you, yesterday, I came home from work and you, you were gone. You, yes, last night was such a great night for me. By the oh, way, oh yeah, I took the kids. To my you sisters. took the kids to your sisters and the dogs, mm-hmm. and it was ha- a nightmare. By the way, for me, oh, I don't care. Yeah, um, the the the, um, uh, the woman came to clean the house, mm-hmm. so I came home to a perfectly clean house, no dogs, mm-hmm. no kids, no wife, by myself. Do you so, masturbate on the couch? <laughs> I was anticipating my night like all day. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Because it's like, first of all, it's like. An hour. <laughs> That's all I had to myself mm-hmm. because I knew you were coming home. Like an hour. I could... So I was like, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm going to work on my questions for this in- for this podcast. And I'm just going to relax and have a good time. And I came home. I put pajamas on. Mm-hmm. I got in bed and I answered questions and I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I did. Yeah. There was no wine. There was no... And I, I'm just like tired and that's mm-hmm. b- being an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, it sucks. Right. I know. It sure does. Yeah. So that is, is that one of the awesome things about being an adult? <laughs> well, it was funny because it's being able to have a glass of wine whenever you want. And last night I wanted to, and then I came home and I and did not. Tired. I was just right. Done. But also eating whatever I want, whenever I want. Oh, uh, fuck that. You just, before we recorded this, yeah. you were like, I don't want to say this, but I've been eating like crap and I lost weight and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not what I said. Don't yeah, make kind it sound of. like I Well, you were I like, say. I don't want to say this to you. Yeah. That, that's how murders happen. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. I mean, you can... You know, when the kids go up to bed and I'm still watching TV, I'll just grab a bag of Funyuns and pop some popcorn. Fuck you. And I hate you. Order Chinese yeah, food or Domino's you. and mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, you order Domino's and then we wake up the next day and I'm five pounds heavier. So I, I was going to say the first one for me is uh, when our kids are leaving for school and they're like, oh, school sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of yeah, does. does. <laughs> like, th- Yeah. I'm not jealous of you at all that you have to go to school. Like I'm super psyched that I don't have to do that. And you know, like you wake up like, like our daughter wakes up like the butt crack of dawn in the morning and she's so good about it. But 
she then goes to school and like has to be in high school and figure out her life. And I'm so proud of her. She's doing so great and it's not easy for her, but I don't want to go back to that time at all. Right. That sounds horrible to me. Yeah, but. And I wouldn't say that to them. Like, I'm always like, no, school's great and you're so lucky. And like a little bit, yes, I, you know, it would be great to go back knowing what I know now and like ace all the multiplication tables. (laughs) Go go to the English part. (laughs) Right, right. Get all the vocab correct. Yeah, but would you really now, if you could, if, if something happened that you can like snap your fingers and be like, oh, I could do that, what my kids are doing, or what I do now? Uh, I would go back to New York City. You can't, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. But no, no, I don't want to go back to school at all. No, no, no. I know when they say that, I'm like, yeah, it totally sucks. But I don't ever say that to them. Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. I have a good one, which is if you have, as an adult only, because this does not apply to children, especially your children, Danielle, because you'll scream the shit out of them. If you have something to take care of, any kind of responsibility, you can decide for yourself, eh, maybe I'll do it later. I do that all the time. Or maybe I won't. Right. Maybe I won't do it at all. Right. <laughs> you know? But as it, you know, when... As, Is that why the we're kids, the, in the financial situation <laughs> we're in? Right. <laughs> but you have, like, you, whether that's good or bad, you have that capacity to be like, eh, I'll make that decision when I feel like doing it. Right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Which gets us both into some kinds of troubles. Oh, it sure does. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, having a sleepover with you all the time. Oh. Yeah. That's, well, how often does that happen? No, I'm just saying, like, the fact that we get to stay up, like, do this together and stay up late together and the nights that we want to be stupid and, right, you know, and we know the next day is going to suck, but we're having so much fun at night and we watch movies or we watch TV or, you know, like, like having a sleepover with, with you know, like my best friends Aww. when we like each other. Yeah. Yeah, when we like each other and we're getting along, it's like the most fun thing in the world. I completely agree. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And one day I would like to do it with all my best friends too. We all live together in a little village of tiny houses. <laughs> uh, but Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, amazing. Yeah. But it, it that is a big deal to me that, you know, I don't have to, I don't have a curfew. I don't have to call anybody and let them know where I am. I mean, I have to, you know, worry tonight about where my son is who was supposed to text me back. But... Yeah, uh, it was, that's to me is, is super great. Yeah. I love that. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You know what's kind of a fun one? Being an adult, that's kind of fun. I get to choose what's on the radio when I'm in the car with the kids. Kind of. Remember being a kid and... You had to listen to whatever your parents were listening to. Right. But now. Oh, and your dad. It must have been super bad. I, it was the. Kingston Trio. 101.5 in New yeah. Jersey. It was yeah. the oldies, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I, I am in control of the radio. I like that. Well, you like the same stuff as our kids. I know. So that's perfect. <laughs> All right. Did you do an. Uh, <clears throat> 
excuse me. You know you're an adult when. Did what? you come up with any of those? I said come up with a you know you're an adult when. No. Really? No, I didn't see Damn. that. Okay, well, I will I do some. but I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I'll do some. Uh, you might be able to come up with someone uh, off the cuff, but I'm not sure. All right. Uh, okay, so you know you're an adult when people start calling you ma'am for me. Yeah. Well, I have the same thing. Right, sir? Yes. Yeah. When I'm at work and it's depressing. Me, sir? Oh. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Me too. And I'll, I'll, go, I'll come back with ma'am or, you know, sir or whatever. Uh, th- like, you call me sir, I'm giving it back. I don't like that. They probably don't care. They probably think it's good. But for me, I'll be like in a store and people will be like, ma'am, and I don't respond. And then three <laughs> more times they're like, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, they're talking to me. What? Uh, yeah. I'm not a ma'am. I'm a miss or a, <laughs> a miss. You, yeah, or like a slut or <laughs> fucking bimbo was, or something. I was once at I work. I don't want to be. I don't want to be ma'am. I was once at work and I was like... I was on the floor doing something, you know, merchandising or something. And I wasn't looking and somebody said, um, excuse me. I don't know what she, if she said, sir, or whatever. Can you help me with this? And I look up and, and I said, yes, sir. And it was a woman. Oh, shit. And I didn't, I, I wasn't looking. I didn't know. And I called her, sir. Yeah. That and what she said? That was bad. She goes, excuse me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, boy, no. Yeah, that was no good. Uh, you know you're an adult when you're somebody's emergency contact. Like now, um, you're an emergency contact. I know. I don't know what they're thinking, no. but yes, some of our close friends, I'm the emergency contact. Really? Which is weird because I don't ever answer the phone. Right. But yeah, I am the emergency contact. But that you know you're an adult when you're like you are responsible for if something happens to this child, you have to take care of them. Yeah. Not good. Hmm. Uh, you're. You know you're an adult. We went over this already. Basically, when you have to like have a will and start thinking about death, we have we that did already. that young though, but we haven't updated it. We need to well, update look, it. I I was a. I mean, what are we updating it with? Like, yes, you got all of our fucking Tito's vodka bottles. Like, <laughs> what are you getting? I was a good adult like fifteen years ago, right? Yeah, you I, went off the tracks. <laughs> I was a really good adult back you, then. For a little bit. Well, it's fun to be an adult when you have lots of money. Yeah, I guess. Maybe that Maybe. was it. Yeah, you like it's fun to be an adult when like you can like I ret- meet I, with a lawyer and they could be like, Oh, what do you want to do with all your money? I had the will set up, I had retirement plans set up, I had college funds set up, I had everything. Right, like now going. it's not even worthwhile to kill you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I was such a good adult when I was younger. A little bit. <laughs> uh Okay, you you know you're an adult when uh, you're in somebody's house and you're jealous of their moldings or their closet space. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when you go into a house and you're like, damn, those moldings those are, are hot. fucking amazing. That's some hot moldings what's you got it, there. Uh, what's it called? Like a wainscoting? Wainscoting? What? Wainscoting is like a type of molding and it's like very expensive because it's intricate. And, okay. And you're like, oh my God, they have wainscoting. They must be, they must be super wealthy. Wow. Yeah, and then you look in their closets and you're like, damn, that pantry. You can get like fucking 17 bags of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you walk in and there are 17 pa- bags of Doritos oh, in well, there. Oh, that's way more exciting. Then I want to have <laughs> sex with them. Exactly. Then mm-hmm. then you know you're not adulting mm-hmm. as well as you think they are. Yes. I would rather have sex with Doritos than uh, <laughs> on a pile full of money. Oh, speaking of which, 
uh, Demi Moore from Indecent, you know, she was in Decent Proposal. She was just on a Howard Stern. I know who Demi Moore is. Oh, you do? Demi Moore is. Demi Moore, yeah. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, yeah. Demi. Well, I think me either. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Demi. I don't know. I don't know that you're right. I think so. But she was, you know, talking about all the scenes in Indecent Proposal, and I always talk about that because I talk about that from the standpoint of if one of us wanted to have sex with somebody else. Yeah. And she was saying that uh, during the filming of that with Woody Harrelson and Robert Redford, Mm -hmm. the director during it would say to her and whoever she was having sex with at the time, either Woody Harrelson or Robert Redford, the director would be like, yeah, fucking give it to her. Yeah. Pounder. Yeah. Like, and during the time, I mean, if you did that now. Right. Oh, (laughs) my God. But at the time she was like, yeah kind of worked like it kind of but now if he did that holy shit that would be some kind of i was just talking to somebody i don't remember who but how you know the the older generation they they were all the like frank sinatra was the one of the biggest ever biggest entertainers singers Mm -hmm. if somebody like him was today he would be in jail like it, like he would be completely. I don't know much about him. Womanizing and you know mm-hmm. being the man's man and you know, l- look at the lyrics of a lot of his songs. You know, it, it's fly me to the moon. <laughs> I will sing among the stars. No, it just like pretty... referring to women as you know dames and like whatever. Like well, it was just it's all a different. It's a different time. time but yeah. like I was just I was just talking to somebody about that today. Like if somebody like that was alive today, there's no way they would be the mm, Frank Sinatra today. Yeah, maybe, but he would. But yeah, Frank Sinatra would never be a Frank Sinatra today. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, how's he going to compete with a Beyonce or a you well, know? That's a, pretty much a lot of what his whole shtick was about was. You know, the Rat Pack was about being. Yeah, men. I'm not a Frank Sinatra fan, so but you are. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those, yeah, those are the uh, extent of my. Oh, that's it. Well, I thought you were gonna have some. I I just didn't have that. I'm sorry, I didn't know it was not. Well, in I my did notes. tell you to. Like today, I picked our kid, our kid up from uh, one of our our youngest up from school with two of his friends. They came back here. They ran around the house, like, you know, just having a great time and whatever. But I I think that we're still pretty good about like, I don't know, I'm planning my girlfriend just turned 40 and I'm planning a night to just go out with her and take her out and just be stupid. And I don't know, like a little bit. We're holding on to that. We, we're no, we're, wait, I, we're I, pretty I, good about that. I have something <laughs> I was just thinking about. Okay. I, I don't know if this is you and you know you're an adult when, but because you never answer your phone. So the schools call me. Or the nurse at the school calls me. You know, you're an irresponsible adult. <laughs> oh, that's what we should have done. Yeah. You know, you're an irresponsible adult. So they're like, oh, I tried calling your wife, but, you know, we couldn't get in touch with her. So I was probably napping. <laughs> but they didn't say they tried calling you, but they call me and they say, oh, we have your son here at the nurse's office. And, I, and I'll say, did you try calling their mother first? Because <laughs> I don't know what to do in right. the situation. You don't know which school they go to. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we talked a little bit about on Jody and Celia's uh, Jody Sweeten and Celia Behar's uh, podcasts about our uh, discipline and punishment. 
I think we need to spin off that and do one of those episodes on our podcast because people on their pod who are listening to their podcast are super loving all the stories we told. Really? But we don't even discipline our kids. Well, we or have some them. stories. Oh, you so, mean like the outrageous? But I don't want to give them away, but I also need people to sign some kind of contract that they're not going to call like CPS on us. That's nah, too late. No proof. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, you need proof for that. We do know. have some proof. We have some. No, I'm saying nobody has proof if they're going to call anybody on us. I think our I think our listeners are not going to call anybody <laughs> on us. I'm going to hope that. But yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Patreon. And we're going to have some fun stuff on there. Thank you to everybody who has signed up. We have, like I said, have gotten some mad people. But at the same time. Why mad people? Well, because people think like that sell, everything should out. be. No, everything should be free. But you know what? But it's not free for us. Well, yeah, we just. Yeah, that's people were complaining about the audio and then we got good audio. And how do they think we're paying for it? I can only sell my body so many times yes. before people are sick of it. So <laughs> we need to figure out some other way. No, really, Patreon, please. That's a huge $5 a month. And we are going to try to put uh, new content up there twice a month. And um, if you're in the New Jersey area and you want to come see us live, please let us know. Really? Yeah. How do we do that? We've got to uh, talk about gonna this. We're going to talk about it, yeah. but I'm excited about I it. I want to learn. Yeah. And please write and review. If you've made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Like 90 episodes in or whatever we're at? No, or just at like the, an even hour to in. the end of a podcast. And yeah. come on, you're getting something positive out of it. Please. It helps us so much. Please send us Stop to your Stop begging friends. so much. Yeah, I like, am begging. Be a little assertive and it's be like, not just easy. do it. No, it's not easy to get people to rate and review. I know. But, and I think that, you know, people are much, they're, they're much easier to rate negatively. But. If you made it this far in the podcast, you've had fun. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of negatively, I just had my first troll. So if you're listening, but you're probably oh, not. Oh, that you're an idiot? It was called Oh, I loved it so much. But <laughs> don't do it again. That was good. It was good once. Don't do it again. Yeah. I don't, yeah, you're probably not listening now. But somebody said, don't listen to them. They're idiots. Not, they're idiots. Don't listen to them. They're, they're terrible. They're terrible. And whatever he's an it idiot. Is. And by the way, he's an idiot. Thank you. I mean, I, 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 you know what? I struggled with that a little bit. And did you? I yeah, I like did. That you struggled yeah. with that a little bit. I, I was a little upset about that for quite some time. No, we get such amazing uh, the the people who I really want to. Now I understand how Howard like doesn't read Twitter. He doesn't read Twitter ever. Doesn't read anything right. because I get it because we've had thousands of positive reviews. Yeah, and that one. All right, calm down. Negative it's review. Not thousands. Made me upset. Yeah. It, not thousands. Well, we have hundreds of thousands of listens but not as many people will rate and review got it so you you know it's harder to get people it's just like me i've recently started to rate and review things because i know how it feels right. and so but we are really we read every rating and review we try to post them on our instagram stories but they go in the emails every week we're so grateful and honestly i'm gonna say this and you're gonna get mad if you screenshot a rating and review of us that's like really nice I'm going to send you a marriage of martinis, uh, martini no, glass. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Nope. nope. Yep. Yes, no, I am. Not. Okay, fine. Until they run out. Until they run We're out. out. We just sold the last one. No, we didn't. We just sent no, the last one. No, it, until they run out. And once we run out, I'm really sorry, but until that, I will send you a marriage no, of martinis. No, we'll read it online no, instead. No, we will send you a marriage of martinis. Right, there's martini only two glass. left. So everybody hurry up. All right. And do Jonah, it. Jonah, say Screenshot hi to it. Everybody. <laughs> say, say right in Ha <laughs> <laughs>
they love us. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Good night, so. everyone. <laughs> Good night, guys. Thank you. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.